Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Clock hour, Trent and I uh, will take you up until two o'clock. Jimmy B and TC afternoon drive from four until six. Trent, uh, early in the show, we we talked a little bit about the NFL schedule, and we knew that there'd been some international games that had been released earlier this morning. Uh, I proceeded to kick the crap out of them. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, I had the Chiefs in Mexico City, right? Yeah. Thank you to uh, one of our followers on Twitter, JS. Big J, 52. He sent us the international games. Here's what we know so far. Seattle and the Raiders will play on the 14th of October in the U.K. Titans and the Chargers at Wembley Stadium. And then the Eagles and the Jags. That'll be a pretty decent game, or potentially. Uh, That game at Wembley Stadium as well. And then the one November game that leaves the country, Mexico City will host... Kansas City and the Los Angeles Rams at uh, Azteca Stadium. Two morning games. Those will be uh, the second and third that you mentioned, Titans-Chargers, Eagles-Jags, the first one. So 8.30 or 8 o'clock our time? 8.30 our time, yep. Yep. And uh, it'll be a noon kickoff for us for the Seattle Raiders game, and then uh, the night one for Chiefs and Rams. And you said earlier you had uh, one ESPN Monday night game, the first, and we weren't sure if there was a double dip on Monday night. You had what? You had the Jets and the Lions. Jets-Lions is how we kick off Monday Night Football. Could that possibly please be fake news? It's from the New York Post is where I saw it. Probably true. So, well, not the Times, the Post, which is the more tabloid of the two. But I think it's, I believe this is real news. Yeah. Um, Last year, Denver had the late kickoff. That's right. Against the Chargers. I think it was against the Chargers. Yeah, the Korean kicker. Was it? Yeah, from the Chargers. That... Okay, but it didn't last long. No, he did not. But that, by, by where I was going was, I think there was like 9.30. Mm-hmm. So you wait what? You waited from January till, so, so nine months. And then you got to wait through Thursday night, because your team sucked the year before, so you're not playing a week one on the Thursday night. Then you got to wait all day Sunday. Then you got to wait for the early Monday game. And then the very last game of the week kicks off at nine thirty at night. Well, it, more people and well, to make matters worse. You know, who called the game. She started. Oh yes, and she finished Denver's season. Beth Mowens. Beth Mowens. And this isn't a knock against women announcers. This is a knock against Beth Mowens. The pirate. The pirate. Fifteen yards. Yards. Not my uh, cup of tea. Not my cup of tea either. Doris Burke, give me give excellent any day of the week. Yep, not so much. Nope. I'm right nope. there nope. with you, nope. Beth Mullins. Nope. Beth Mullins is painful to listen to. Painful to listen to. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Well, schedule tonight, so mm-hmm. that that's going to be uh, appointment viewing for you. Any baseball catch your trigger? We got the Cubs starting well, in what 15 minutes against yeah, the Cards. Cubs Cards. Um, you know the big the story in baseball was uh, Brian Price. Uh, let go already in in Cincinnati. They've got the identical records to the the Royals, right? They're both three and fifteen. Is that what it is? I yeah. think they're both three and fifteen. It seems awful early, Trent, to have a manager fired. I mean, we're the nineteenth sure. nineteenth today of April, and I know the season technically started in March, but for crying out loud, he the, the, Brian Price just made it to barely beyond tax day. Right. I mean, yesterday taxes were due. 
Finally. Finally. You got a couple of extra days in there. You did get a little reprieve thanks yeah. to technology, or in this case, uh, <laughs> a fault in it. But I, I looked this up, actually, during the break, because um, cause I thought this has to be, if not the earliest manager fired, certainly one of them, Cal Ripken Sr. Uh-huh. 1988. 88, yes. When they started... I mean, just historically bad. Oh, in 21 or, or 22, two, I think. Yeah, something, 22. something like that in the 20s. Yep. But Cal Ripken Sr. walked the planks eight games into the year. And the uh, interim manager did not to get things right. turned around real quickly. Right. <laughs> Save this sinking ship, right? right? So Jim Riggleman, we remember Jim Riggleman. Of course, uh, he's the interim manager in uh, in Cincinnati. That was the... more of a shocking to me. Jim Riggleman's still around. Yeah. Well, I'd seen it because I watched Cincinnati play. Maybe uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. They, they they had a series. I think it might have been last weekend. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And they showed Riggleman on the uh, on the bench. He was his, I guess, his bench coach. Uh, but I saw him in the dugout with Brian Price. Look, Brian Price has been um, he, his seat has been hot for over two years. Yeah. So it's not a shock that since. But come on, it's the nineteenth of April. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, what was wrong with at the end of last year? Right. Right. The team they won seventy four games last year. Mm-hmm. They probably aren't going to win 74 this year. But does it matter? The answer is no. Look at what you have. Look at the talent on hand. Look at that rotation. Look at that bullpen. Look at the pitching. I mean, Joey Votto's still bouncing around. But outside mm-hmm. of that, it's not a good baseball no, team. No, it's awful. It's awful. I want, I want to ask you this because I know you, you hung in there for your 16 innings for the game last yes. night. What about uh, – did they show crowd shots as the yeah. game went on? A lot did of kids they, still there, as we're I there? noticed. Yeah. So, I mean, they only get two games a year, yeah. so it's and a little a bit different. But right? it, it had dissipated a lot. Had it? Yeah. I mean, was it? was Because it seats just under 20,000. So had, was it half full at the yeah, end of the probably game? No. Probably, probably a third, not. maybe a quarter, five, six, seven thousand still there, something like that. And it's after midnight in Puerto yes, Rico when right. the game ended? And there's no lights anywhere else in Puerto Rico. Did you see some of those shots from last night? No, I didn't. I didn't see a minute of the game last night. Well, it was on Twitter. I saw a couple of people that... Tweeted from that live in Puerto Rico, and then in the Wait distance, you fo- oh, you, somebody fall. retweeted. Gotcha. It, right? Okay, but in the distance, you see all the lights of the stadium, and that's it, and everything else around dark. My God, game must go on. Apparently, I guess. I mean, it, it, it's something that I would think that was you know some national pride having an MLB game there, um, but, but that that poor area. My mm-hmm. God, it's still this late. You remember when it first happened? The was the Porter. What what's the name of the basketball tournament that they play over? The uh, San Juan Shootout. No, that's in no, San Juan. Um, Puerto Rico tip off. Whatever it is, is it going to be played? Is it going to be played? No, no. it's going to be played. No. The African Island's been devastated for crying out loud. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it, it was good to see. And I liked the extra innings last night. It was my team. You didn't, so that, you didn't want to see a guy. I didn't want to have a runner on second. Yeah, I no. didn't. I. Because even after six, even no, after fifteen innings, no. What else am I going to do? Em- well, I guess. But Wife sleeping, kids empty. sleeping. I'm just sitting there watching a ball game. Yeah, it's my team too. Now, if I, if it was Red Sox Angels, which I also have been interested in that series, you know, the last couple mm-hmm. of days, yeah, I'd probably be more inclined to say, all right, all right, it's it's the twelfth. Let's put a White Sox second. Indians. Yeah, yeah. Let's move this, this over with, right? But for my team, it was I'm okay easier with it. that way. Yeah. If I was at the game, there's no way I'd have been there, though. No. No chance. None. none. You would have left. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'm either I'm staying in Minneapolis and I want to hit the mm-hmm. bar scene, right. or I'm coming home. Any beer? I mean, beer sales been shut down right. after the seventh. And I inning. need another grain belt. Absolutely. Damn it, <laughs> grain belt, awful. Uh, last night, um, I watched the NFL matchup with um, uh, Lewis Riddick, Greg Cosell, who is Howard's nephew. Really? Uh, yes, it's his nephew. I never realized. Yeah, that. it's his. It's, huh. He kind of looks like Howard. It, well, he, now that you say that, yeah. Um, it, but it, but it's his nephew and and Sal Palantonio, and I, it was really good. But the reason I brought it up, they brought up uh, Josh Jackson. He, they they focused on him. Cosell just loves him, and this is a pretty good football mind trend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know how Cosell got to be have the status that he does. Sure, uh, in in NFL circles. I mean, I, I don't know what his background was, but my God, he is a go-to guy, and I think he's as buttoned up not only on the draft, but on um, other NFL details as you know any of these guys raving about Josh Jackson. And they showed mm-hmm. a couple of plays from the Ohio State game from last year. Hawksworthy of the black uniforms. Yeah. Black. Boy, can it look great on it TV. Was, it was an incredible environment, Ken. It was an all-timer, and it was such an odd night. It was mm-hmm. so I, – I told you at the time, Kinnick has never been like that. I don't think he ever will be like it. It was looking around saying, holy crap, look at what I was doing mm-hmm. to Ohio State. Right. This Ohio State team, the vaunted defensive line, they're doing what they want. And then you couple it with the big plays and Nate Stanley throwing touchdowns with a guy draped on his legs. Yeah. And Joshua Jackson maybe making one of the greatest plays and in they, Kinnick they State showed, They showed that over and over last night. He, it's, it's, he's a system guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care that he's a step slower than a lot of the de- – they think he's a slot corner. He's going to play slot Which corner. is incredibly important. Which is In today's game, it's amazingly important. Yeah. But you know what is, is, is the, my takeaway from watching that last night when they showed him – yeah, I've seen the plays. I watched the game. I remember the game. But maybe while I was watching the game, I wasn't actually looking at Kinnick. Mm-hmm. I was looking at what's going on between the lines, right? Just looking at the stadium last night, for the first time, maybe just saw, wow, it looks so cool. And you can see that a lot in, well, next weekend. Next week, when yeah. When they show highlights, whether it's a, you know, a Buckeye highlight or a Josh Jackson or who knows. It looked great. looked okay. great. Good place for a game and the renovations. They're going to be really cool too. Now, give give me an idea of of uh, what I mean. When I guess timeline. When when's that going to be done? Do you know? Day before. It's, I mean, that's it's, it's gonna, a tight it's right up until the Northern Illinois game. Yeah, which is what September first. It sounds right. Yeah, I mean, it's a tight timeline. So the Hawks are home. Northern Illinois, Iowa State, you and I, Wisconsin. Wisconsin and then they get the last week of September off, mm-hmm. and they have one home game in the month of October against Maryland. Against Maryland, yeah. And then they go right back out on the road. Yeah, I, I think it's two week off, two road games, home Maryland, two home, more road two games. more road games, home Northwestern, Indiana on the road maybe late. And now you got me. Now you got. But me. Nebraska's so there's two home games in November, four home games in. September, one in October is five. Yeah, so it'd be two. Here it is. Got it pulled I, up. I, 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 at Mini, at Indiana, after the first four. Okay. Home for Maryland. Yep. At Penn State, at Purdue. Oh, Purdue, okay. And then home for Northwestern. Northwestern then where? At Illinois. Illinois, yeah. Home for Nebraska. What's the night game? 
at Penn State. Just one night game, no night games at Kinnick, not Wisconsin? Badgers would be the one home game. What about that Who's got it this year? Probably Big Ten Network? BTN. And there's been some conversation on that. i got to dig that up. An old tweet that I had that I found a little info. I'll dig that up. Ooh, can't get here fast enough, can it? We will take a timeout. We're going to come back and we're going to talk some NFL draft. We look forward to doing that when we continue on here. Eric Galco, Optimum Scouting. We'll get into the Hawks and the Clones and potentially what round they will be going in when we come back after this timeout. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Sponsored by Sherwin-Williams. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, April 20th through the 23rd. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. It's Iowa Cubs game day. Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the Nashville Sounds Athletics affiliate today at 638. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. Iowa Cubs baseball. Come for the fun. Stay for the game. iowacubs.com. Have you been stressed with too much to do and too little time to do it all? Well, how would you like $50 to try an app that could change all that? That's what your friends at Tackle are offering you today. Download the Tackle app to get your house clean, handyman work done, junk hauled, yard mode, furniture rearranged, and much more. Tackle connects you with background check providers who can show up ready to work in an hour or two. There are hundreds of pre-priced chores to choose from. Or you can use the day labor option to get someone for a few hours to help with whatever you need done. And here's the best news. For a limited time, when you download the free Tackle app, you'll get $50 off your first job. And if you're looking to earn some extra cash, go to Tackle.com and sign up to become a Tackle provider. Let Tackle show you how great it feels to get your to-do list done. That's Tackle. T-A-K-L. Treat yourself to Tackle. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. 
To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. KBGG had a lot of fun uh, with Eric Gallo last time he joined us talking about uh, your call football uh, that he's got coming up. But uh, look, and we will talk about that with him because that's kind of neat, uh, yeah. uh, that format that they're going to interaction with the fans. But uh, a week from today, it's all about the NFL draft. You can read Eric Galco at Sporting News. Uh, he's online at Optimum Scouting. He covers the NFL and the NFL draft very, very closely. Eric, thanks for coming back on with us. Trent Condon and Ken Miller. How are you, Eric? I'm doing great. I'm down here in sunny Florida, and we're a week away from the draft. So between talking to you guys, between the last time we talked and now, it's been constantly talking to NFL teams. again to see why the first, first round is going to play out here in just a week. Uh, and it's fascinating. It really is with all the quarterbacks, et cetera. We're going to get to Iowa and Iowa State in just a second. But since you're trying to get as much intel as you possibly can, uh, does if you had to guess today, is it Darnold or is it Josh Allen? It seems as though that's who Cleveland is locked in on. I would be surprised if it's Allen, but what are you hearing at the top? Yeah, I'll be surprised uh, since the day he declared for the NFL draft if it wasn't Sam Darnold, the first overall pick, and I believe Cleveland will make him the first overall pick in the draft. And you know, he's going to have a great chance to, to build the Cleveland Browns organization that's got a quarterback in place and Tyrod Taylor to let Darnold sit for a year and they can add maybe the best defensive player in the draft and Bradley Chubb at number four overall, too. So I think Cleveland's in a great spot to uh, to kick off this John Dorsey rebuild, and that'll start with Sam Darnold first overall. So if that plays out, number two is where there could be a lot of dominoes falling. Giants, right. quarterback, Barkley, even Chubb at that spot. What about a trade possibility? Haven't heard a ton lately about that. Are the Giants open and willing to uh, move that number two pick? Yeah, the Buffalo Bills have made several overtures. Uh, since the Senior Bowl in January for that number two overall pick. But the Giants want to hold firm. Two reasons. One, Dave Gettleman lost Saquon Barkley as a running back a year ago. Dave Gettleman, then the GM of the Carolina Panthers, had trade offers for the eighth overall pick 
he held firm and took Christian McCaffrey this yep. year. Mind you, the same with Saquon Barkley at two. I think for the Giants, they're realizing, hey, we can move down and get a lot of draft picks, but will any of those draft picks even combined become the next Saquon Barkley-level prospect? And I'm not sure they will, and that's how Gettleman feels. Mm. So so let me ask you this. Um, with with the remainder of the quarterbacks, and I'll just put the, the this group together, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. Of those three, who's the last to come off the board, do you think? Yeah, I think it'll be Josh Rosen. That's where the odds on favor to be Josh Rosen. He'll slip on draft day a little bit. And hopefully he goes someplace in the top five or six picks, but I think that's more than likely what's going to happen. All right, let's get into the locals here and uh, start with the Hawkeyes. A uh, couple of, oh, I think we lost Eric there. He, maybe he doesn't want to get into the locals. Well, he was, I think he was, uh, he, wanted, he was ready for the Lazard. Wanted to talk Iowa State first. Uh, we'll rehook uh, with Eric Galco here. We'll get his take on the uh, Iowa and Iowa State eligible draftees. Sam Darnold one, Barkley two. Jets are going to take a quarterback three. Cleveland back on at four. I would think that they would take Bradley Chubb. Man, and then it's Denver. And is it Josh Allen? Is it Quinton Nelson? Is it is Baker Mayfield gone? I would think that Baker Mayfield would indeed be gone at that point. Because the Jets at three are definitely look, you don't give up the cash cache that the Jets did to get to three. If you're not taking a quarterback, they're they're taking a quarterback. I think that that's been proven. Then it gets interesting. Will there be two Hawkeyes in the first round? Josh Jackson, James Daniels. Every not every, but certainly the majority of mocks I see, um, James Daniels is going to be a Cincinnati Bengal. Makes sense. They need offensive line stuff. Josh Jackson, as I mentioned a couple of times in the show, they were raving about his skills last night on the uh, NFL matchup show on ESPN, their draft special. So I would think that he's probably in the first round. Then again, it's interesting, Trent. If you had to guess, and I'm going to put you on the... Okay. Alan Lazard or Josie Jewell. Ooh. Who finds out their NFL team first? Alan Lazard. And what round is that? Third? Early third. This is a depleted wide receiver group. And with what Lazar ran, with what you see on tape, the size, mm-hmm. I think somebody is going to be enamored. Liberty Bowl was tremendous. Absolutely. I think somebody is going to become enamored with him and take Lazard. So Early Lazard third. would be the one that would come off the boards. So Jewel probably late third, maybe fourth. For him, if that's the case, uh, and then Joel Lanning, um, does a team take a chance on Joel Lanning, or does, would it be better for? Look, as, as many people have said, um, it might be best for for Lanning not to get drafted, for him to pick a spot. All right, uh, you wanted to start Trent uh, with Eric on where you were. Yeah, the lo- the local front, and uh, wanted to, let's start with the two Hawkeyes that. Some people have his first-rounders, James Daniels and Joshua Jackson. Where do you look at those two guys? How do you have them rated, and, and where do you anticipate them going, the two Hawks? Josh Jackson will be the first offense, or Iowa Hawkeye taken, and I think he'll be somewhere in the top 15 picks. The Arizona Cardinals at 15 like him a lot. If they don't go quarterback at 15, I think Josh Jackson may be their pick. But earlier than that, teams like him quite a bit. I think the Buffalo Bills move up, either the Giants or the Browns could take him at the 12th overall spot. Teams in the top 10 are even considering him. So I think he's kind of that next guy up after those top-tier players. There's Barkley, Chubb, and then there's three or four guys. That next tier is Josh Jackson at the top. I think he goes someplace 
in the top 15 picks. And then, hey, we've all seen the offensive line play around the NFL. It hasn't been great. Yeah. Teams want a guy like James Daniels with high upside that can plug and play right away. And Cincinnati seems to be one of those destinations I hear a lot about for Daniels. Are you hearing the same? Yeah, I think it's, a, it's an opportunity. And uh, certainly the, the Bengals don't mind taking offensive linemen early that they believe in. They've done it in many years in the past. And I now have a chance to do so as well. They just traded for Cordy Glenn to be their left tackle. Um, immediately, but certainly more help on the interior. But that's a little high, I think, for Daniels. But I think we're going to see him, Billy Price of Ohio State, despite his injury, and maybe mm-hmm. even Frank Rack now, another center from Arkansas, all go in the top 40 picks. So teams want offensive linemen the worst way that are ready to go and play right away. And you can't downplay that, especially for teams who are perennial or expected playoff teams next year. I'll say Josie Joe for Trent. I want to get the Iowa State kids in here. Alan Lazard will be drafted. Uh, where? Uh, what round do you think he goes in? And then what about Joel Lanning? Yeah, uh, I think probably, probably wrote round four or five for him. I think that's kind of the highest he's going to go. And I think teams to figure out where he's going to play in their offense. He's not the fastest guy. He showed that um, at the NFL Combine and on film. But I think what's intriguing about him is that when he had to, he could be explosive. The senior bowl is a great indicator for Alan Lazard that he could be a downfield guy, and he connected a lot in Mobile, Alabama with future top five overall pick Josh Allen. I think teams showed and saw that he could be an impact guy on the outside, just needs a few teams to believe in him. But I think when early day three starts up, he could be a guy that's taken early. Joe Lanning? Yeah, I think he's going to be a late-round guy. I think his, his versatility certainly helps. He could play a lot of different spots on a defense and on special teams, and that's going to help him a lot. But it's a really strong linebacker class. I think it's going to probably push guys like him. Normally might be trendy fifth, sixth-round guys more at the end of the draft, but he'll be drafted. I feel confident in that. Finally, Josie Jewell of Iowa. He can make plays on the field. Uh, people wonder how it's going to translate to the next level. Where do you look at Josie Jewell? Yeah, I, I think he, you know, I know he didn't play in the Senior Bowl. That definitely could have helped his, his stock a little bit if he was down there in Mobile, Alabama, but you know, he's been a guy who's a short area playmaker. He's done that a lot. I would career made some big plays, forcing fumbles, making interceptions. I think that's what's exciting about him as a linebacker. But what defense does he fit into? Is he going to be a 3-4 inside guy? Is he a 4-3 strong side guy? I don't know a lot of teams that grade him that highly to be a plug-and-play starter. And he's got to earn his stripes just like most rookies on special teams. So I think for Jewel, there was a chance. I thought in season maybe he can go second, third round. I think right now he's more of a fourth, fifth round guy. But chance of being a starter at fourth, fifth round, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Eric Galco's most recent draft is up at SportingNews.com. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Thanks guys. Yep, good to talk to you. Eric Galco, SportingNews.com. I think Lazard goes before the fourth. I do, too. I, I, third I think round? he's a late second, uh, late second day guy. Third round, yes. Yeah. Third round for Lazard. Somebody's going to fall in love with that mm-hmm. size. What? And he ran of what, four five eight or four five six at the Combine? Better than anticipated. Yes. Better yes. than anticipated. And whoever gets Alan Lazard, whoever gets Josie Jewell, both of those guys, uh-huh. I think they're going to be very, to very Eric's happy. Eric's point, what position is Lazard going to play? Is he an X? His, uh, yeah. He's going to play. They'll figure it out. Yep, absolutely. We'll figure it out, and we'll come back. We'll talk to Randy Wayhofer about uh, 10 minutes away from Randy. We'll come back after this timeout. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day 
and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. Sponsored by Serta. It's the Serta Spring Into Comfort sales event. Don't settle for comfortable. Get Serta comfortable and save big today. Visit Archer Home Center in Adel or SertaRetailers.com. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Bacon Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. And now, an ad from Dad. Oh, yeah, just this one line, right? All right, here we go. Save money on car insurance when you... Huh? Well, it's not? I thought that was the mic. This is the mic here. Okay. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Is that too close? Sorry. Well, I don't know where to stand. Nobody's told me where to stand. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Our final segment of a, uh, where are we? Thursday edition it's of the Thursday. Ken Miller Show. It indeed is Thursday. Uh, this week is flying by, is it? Not to you, it is to me. It's uh, it's a busy time. This is the quietest time on the calendar for me as it pertains to high school sports. But I looked, uh, we're less than six weeks, weeks away from our first baseball broadcast of the season have coming up. Have you started to work on the schedule? I have, yep. We got about uh, 20 regular season dates. Then we get into the playoffs and we get into, obviously, You're the doing state 20 games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. you, you got to stay busy, Ken. I get, well, absolutely, Trent. I know that very well. Uh, <laughs> I'll be busy in my chair while you're out doing yes, high school baseball. Yes. You like that, though, don't you? You know, Football is obviously the the driving engine of it, but uh-huh. there's something about a warm summer night sitting out there, either in a press box or even some of the fields don't have press boxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just they set up a card table for me and I, I set up the equipment, but and some rocks to hold your paper down. Right, right yeah, but there's some windy nights up there. In fact, a lot of them up in Ankeny, up in your deck mm-hmm. of the woods, at uh, the ball field there. But it's just something I don't know. It, it's reminiscent of. The old days, me first listening to radio, it was baseball on the radio, and and I love it. And baseball is certainly of the sports that we do, the one that doesn't get as much coverage, but it's important to me. It Mm -hmm. it really is, and giving back, and and these kids, and how hard they work. And you look over at Iowa, Iowa baseball right now, and that team has a ton of guys. Nicky Nelson, who's part of the bullpen, uh, I saw him actually, I went out to an iClub event on Monday night. It was up at the, the high rise in the top level. They usually don't let guys like me in there, but <laughs> it was all the, the seniors that are graduating from all different sports, and they're looking for jobs, and a bunch of movers and shakers were there, you know, looking to, to help people out with their first jobs. But I talked to Nikki Nelson, and the first thing I said is, Nikki, what happened to your hair? Because he had these long, flowing locks, and Sidewinder, he's a lot of fun to watch on the ball field pitcher, but 
said Heller uh, Heller didn't really like the hair. He's got a policy, does he? <laughs> it's kind of like the Yankees over there. But Matt Hoig, who was outstanding at Waukee, he's there. He's playing third base for him. It, it, that team is littered. Johnston kids that are there. A lot of Hawkeyes, and it's cool seeing the guys from the CIML make their way over to Iowa City and play high-level baseball. So give us an idea when you're going to start this. May 21st is our first so broadcast. So before Memorial Day. Yep, we'll get uh, one in there, and then we'll do Game 2 a week, the Brent Prongy uh, tournament out in Seidel and yep, across. Yep. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of games out there. Always love doing that tournament. The weather sometimes is wrecked. And that's an all-day thing, is it not? It's, it's over two days. And we get there's teams from across the state. So remember one year, Davenport Assumption, who's good every single year, they came over. They played, I think, Dowling one year. You get to see some of those kind of out-of-area matchups. So that's always a lot of fun. That comes up in in June. So you got that going on. And then before you know it, we get past the 4th of July and then you get to district play, sub-states. And, and off to Principal Park. off to Principal Park. Indeed. We're going to go off to Principal Park with Randy Wayhofer here uh, in a couple of minutes. We will uh, catch up with Randy. They've got an, uh, an interesting night tonight as they begin a, well, they uh, continue a homestand. Uh, Nashville in tonight, tomorrow. They're here through Monday. 6.38 is uh, first pitch tonight. So tonight you've got... What on your docket? Just I don't want to. I don't want to lose uh, our tube talk segment, right. just in case we go along here with Randy or have trouble uh, connecting with him. Um, anything move your needle? I I think right away I'm locked into Heat Sixers. That's series is fun. Yeah, right, right, right when I get home, that is that's appointment television for me. Tonight. TNT, and then the late game is Golden State San Antonio. As the series shifts back to San Antonio, and, and that story from Pop and his wife last mm, night. Mm-hmm. What, the, the, the actual story yeah, or, the, I mean, or the Ali LaForce-LeBron interview? Well, kind of both parts of it, because I guess I never realized that his wife had been in failing health for that long. And and then the LeBron part of it. I mm-hmm. mean, just... And Ali LaForce, I, I thought, did a great job with it. Well, him. she apparently let him know in advance right. that he was that he was that she was going to pose the question. And, and asked LeBron if it was okay. Emotional. She did, and got they got the thumbs up. But, I mean... We talk. Who did we talk about the? Uh, oh, Zubin earlier in the week with uh, uh, with Patrick Reed and the the outrage that we have to have now because we've got to be pissed at something in the world. And uh, back on Tuesday was the Green Jacket. Well, last night that went from the Green Jacket. So I guess Patrick Reed is off the hook. We're now mad at Ali LaForce <laughs> uh, for asking a question about um, you know this Greg Popovich. Do you have a comment? I mean, my God, where where does this this feign out? Is it social it's, media? It, yes. There are so many good things, but you know what? I'm starting to wonder if the bad outweighs the good on this thing. I really and truly am. And then it just it, it gains momentum, and then as quickly as it happens, it goes away. We've moved on to something else. Patrick Reed's off the hook. Right. Patrick Reed can wear his green jacket out tonight and know that he's not going to have to go home and get on Twitter and find out uh, that... Uh, you're a bad person that for You're a that. bad person, indeed. <laughs> so, anyways. All right, we're going to get to Randy Wayhover. We'll talk some Iowa Cubs with Randy. So, basketball is for you? Yeah, basketball tonight. Twins are off tonight too. Right. Got the Cubs going on right now against the Cardinals. So, yeah, I, I'm I'll yeah, dip into really a little no baseball. baseball for me either, that moves my needle. Hockey. Well, after well, we yeah, ta- hockey for sure. After we talk to All Randy, right, we'll give, we'll, give you, we'll give you some couple minutes on the hockey. Uh, we will do that. Let's get to Randy Wayhofer. The Iowa Cubs in town tonight. First pitch six thirty eight. Randy Trenton, Ken, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. Uh, well, I mean, I, unfortunately, the big talker for the first couple of weeks of the baseball season, whether it be at a AAA level, a, 
uh, major league level. I'm guessing all the way throughout uh, um, baseball has unfortunately been the weather. And you guys, uh, it, it caught you guys last night again as uh, you were unable to play the game. It's going to go tonight. Uh, but how big of a um, you know, a nightmare is this as you guys tried logistically to to make up these games, Randy, at some point before the season comes to its end? Yeah, I think the best word to describe this is just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, and you know, there's low expectations for April because you know the weather's not going to be perfect. School's still in, uh, and we've long been talking about how the great majority of our business is done at the turnstile after school lets out, and you get into mid-May and Memorial Day and on into the summertime months. So you know, it, it doesn't completely, you know, kill you for the year, but. Um, you know, when you start from far behind, uh, it's tough. Uh, and and we hopefully will uh, have turned the corner here. The rest of this weekend looks pretty good. Um, you know, and you do this long enough like Sam has. And, um, you know, I've got a few years under my belt, and at least in minor league baseball. And, uh, you know, there's nothing you could do about it. Uh, and that's the, the only kind of saving grace of it. It stinks, uh, but it's not like there's something that you look back and go, well, we really got caught here. It, it's just part of it and the fact that the major leagues are losing all these teams too uh gives me a little bit of solace you know that if all their resources and their facilities can't figure out a way to make this happen um then i know we're doing everything we can do here so a slow start to the season and and the bat's a big part of that when you look at the individual guys i mean how much of this do you just chalk up to it's cold i mean every offense is going to struggle in this kind of weather and and how much of it is a little bit of a concern? The bats that have been off to a slow start see uh, bottom right now, 216 batting average as a team at the bottom of the PCL. How do you weigh that? Yeah, I think we've been notoriously slow starters the last few years, even when the weather hasn't been a disaster. Certainly the weather is, is a big part of it. I think the bigger part of it is you just don't get in any sort of rhythm. Uh, you know, Pitching is usually ahead of hitting to begin the year coming out of spring training anyway. Uh, you know, but when you play two days and then you're inside and no BP, and you know, it's not only the games you're missing, it's the rest of the work. You know, front flips in the cage as great as the new facility that we added onto and, and stuff that we built. Uh, it's a heck of a lot different hitting a pitcher uh, as uh, underhand tosses from your hitting coach and, and working off the tee inside. So when you don't have a chance to string together four or five days of getting your work in and, and the maintenance and the things that you need to do to, to be sharp with your timing and all of that, it all plays together. I was really happy to see Mark Zagunas. Uh, he was really struggling in that first couple of games against Oklahoma City, and he started to put it together uh, on the road trip, and he was hitting the ball hard here the other night in the opener against Nashville. He's You, know, you get one guy in the middle of the lineup that, um, starts to do that, and David Bodie too, and he sprained his ankle and missed a game at the beginning of that road trip, and then he came back and hit a couple of home runs. Uh, so if you get those two guys in the middle, those somewhere in that 2-3-4 spot in the order to um, start doing something, everything kind of feeds from there. So I'm encouraged by some of the guys that we had higher expectations for coming in, starting to look like they're, they're figuring it out and, and coming around. 
Speaking of prospects, uh, Adbert Alzale was supposed to start tonight. I'm assuming due to the uh, postponement yesterday that that's been pushed back to Friday. He's one of the top prospects in the league. Uh, we've seen all the, the position players that have made their way through. Now this is a pitcher that's going to arrive with a lot of hype. Will uh, Is the plan for him to pitch on Friday? And what do you know about him, Randy Wayhofer? Yeah, that's the word we have right now. Luke Farrell get pushed to tonight. That was supposed to start yesterday afternoon and, and keep him on schedule and just move everybody back. And, uh, you know, Alzalea had a, a great Arizona fall league and, and, and really started to come on strong at the end of, of last season. Um, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to see him uh, with my own two eyes. And You know, the early part of the AAA season, uh, is always interesting for some of these young pitchers because there's so much veteran experienced talent um, in the lineups at this time of the year before attrition of major league injuries and slow starts and swapping guys around. You know, there's a lot of major league caliber hitters in the Pacific Coast League through the month of April and, and into May uh, that just you know weren't on the right roster. You know, somebody got picked for different reasons coming out of spring training uh, and they're capable and the the offensive talent seems to get younger as the season goes along you get guys being pushed up from double a uh, and for health and, and promotions and all that kind of stuff the dynamic of the offense changes so for jen hotsang and Dwayne underwood and now Albert alzale in our starting rotation this is going to be a really good test for them uh, to face guys who recognize breaking pitches a little bit better, you know, meant to be in the middle of a major league lineup, but they're good professional hitters, uh, and you just can't rely on blowing it past them uh, like maybe you could at at high A and double A. So this is going to be a really good test, and I'm interested to see how it goes. Speaking of Shang, I I was thinking of this uh, the other day. I was looking at some of his numbers, and we know the story in Major League Baseball right now, at least an individual player, is what is happening with Shohei Otani. Do you guys have a Taiwanese contingent? Is there anybody following Shang around, or is that more kind of waiting until he gets to the major league level? Um, yeah, we, sometimes you see a little bit of that from a fan perspective. Um, you know, Des Moines is becoming more and more diverse all the time, and you do see some of that. Um, for him personally, uh, when he came to AAA, uh, he decided to let go of the translator that had been him at the lower levels of the minor leagues that he felt that it was for his best professional development to swim in the deep end on his own a little bit from a, a, an acclimation standpoint. I gave him a lot of credit uh, for making a hard decision like that, uh, and whether it's uh, doing interviews or uh, just dealing with his teammates. Uh, you know, you can, I've seen guys be a little bit isolated when they can't communicate with their teammates uh, because they come from um, a foreign country. There's often uh, many Spanish speakers in the clubhouse at any one time anymore, but for the guys coming over from Asia, uh, that can become a very difficult transla- uh, transition. So, um, you know, he's, he's come a long way in terms of his acclimation to the American game and the American culture and, and, and trying to take some steps to make himself ready. And certainly that time he spent in the big leagues and, in uh, in September last year, I helped him out a lot. So I used to see a little bit on the road last year, especially when we went out uh, closer to the West Coast mm-hmm. in terms of uh, uh, you know fans and 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 kind of tell when they specifically come to to see one player and they're wearing the shirts or 
uh, different things like that. And, and I imagine the better he does, the more we'll see uh, of things like that. Uh, manager Marty Peavy hit a milestone within the last couple of weeks. Uh, quite an accomplishment. That's a lot of wins. It is. And, and you know, he's publicly downplayed everything. It just says he's been doing it a long time and, right. and tries to deflect some of that. But, um, you know, Everybody in this game, and most people you come across in, in any walk of life, uh, are interested in leaving some sort of legacy. Some people concentrate that on that very much, and, and some people uh, don't. I don't know that Marty thinks a lot about it, but um, you know he'll deflect and, and say that it's just a longevity thing. Well, longevity's a skill uh, anymore in our world, where it's uh, most people are wondering what have you done for me in the last five minutes. So to be able to last as long to it accumulate all of that uh, does say a lot about what he brings to the table as a manager and as an instructor uh, and as a member of the organization. So it's neat to uh, uh, have been uh, along the ride with him and and see all the different players that he's impacted at this level before they've gone up to Chicago. And, uh, you know, nobody tells a good story like a, <laughs> really? uh, a, a, an old baseball guy. And, you know, some of our interviews over the last few years, and, you know, last year we would talk about a former player that he had and, you know, going back to his time with the Blue Jays, whether it was Vernon Wells or Roy Halladay, you know, he's been around a lot of big-time players mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh, uh, so he's doing a lot of a lot of right things and a lot of good things that have made positive impacts on, on many careers. Uh, last thing for you, Ryan. We've only got a minute left. But you, uh, I believe that, uh, that the I-Cubs were one of the first to have to put a runner on second base, the new minor league rule that uh, for extra innings. It was early in the season. I don't remember the particular game. Uh, as I've told you before, I love it. I really do. I think the Twins last night and Cleveland, they're probably thinking that they had, wishing that they had that as they went into 16 innings last night. But just how did it work out overall? Kind of uh, your first taste of it? Was it what you thought it would be? Yeah, we've actually done it twice already. Wow. Uh, and, and the first night it worked perfectly that uh, uh, the other team didn't score and we were able to manufacture a run and, and that was the first win uh, that we got in extra innings. The second time it happened, uh, it was 0-0 through 9 and the game ended 6-5. And there was a couple Jeez. of errors and, and uh, it forces the defense to execute. It forces the managers to make some decisions. It, it forces guys to put the ball in play. Um, I, I think it adds an extra dynamic, especially at this level. I think it would be different in the, in, in the major leagues, uh, but I think here it is a very good solution to hopefully avoid the kind of games like happened in Puerto Rico last night. High Cubs home tonight, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with a twelve oh eight first pitch before they head back on the road. Uh, Randy, great to catch up with you. We will do so next time the team comes home. Thanks, Randy Wayhofer. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Randy Wayhofer from the Iowa Cubs. Alzale tomorrow. Tomorrow, get your first uh, look at him. All right, you said earlier you're going to watch basketball. Yep. I'm probably going to watch a little of that Sixers game because I like him as well. Well, this this is a holiday for you though tonight. Well, it, 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 the NFL schedule release. It's very big day. Um, and your Jets aren't playing tonight, which no, has to off. make you happy. They, no, they don't off. play again until tomorrow. So, I mean, right seven o'clock is that what we seven get? o'clock? Yeah. Okay. So let's say I don't know. Sixer seats really compelling, but it's at that point. No, end so of the it's second. over. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're locked in there for the full hour. Well, until I see the Broncos schedule in the prime time, I want to see the Sunday night, the Monday night, the Thursday night, Denver's, mm-hmm. and then the Thanksgiving. Um, and I don't, 
I don't do anything with it. I just I feel better that I know. I, I look at I'm not the only one. NFL schedule release day is a massive day. Yes. You know, look how we open the show. Happy NFL schedule release day. Right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, Monday Night Football, I saw a leak there. The Jets will be opening up Monday Night Football against the Lions. Yeah, I thought they were so going to get better games. Yes, we getting better games. Well, we'll know the, 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 whole, the whole list and maybe... I, I do like the fact that they're kicking earlier. I mean, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not appreciably... It's, not, it's like talking 15 minutes. Sure. But still... It's it's better that they're going forward than opposed to going the other way. Well, do you remember when was it a year they kicked off Monday Night Football at eight o'clock? Yes, our time? the long for a lo- the longest time they kicked off at eight o'clock. That's that's nine, nine o'clock in the East Trent. I mean, kids didn't even see the kids in grade school, like elementary school. Yeah. Never even saw never never not knew. A kickoff. No, not a kickoff. No, that's stupid. Right. Soon they won't be seeing kickoffs. Period. Because well, kickoffs will be late. That'll be game. coming too. You and Jimmy B today. What have you got cooking? Oh, uh, we'll be talking with Derek Peck from Hawkeye Heaven. Getting to a lot of things with him uh, today with spring football. The final practice tomorrow. We'll break that down with Derek Peck. He's got a nice article up at Hawkeye Heaven about that. Ken Silverstein will be stopping by, and it's a good time to talk to Silverstein. Yeah, Le- LeBron. Got the Browns going on, Ohio State. Four. Yeah. And and we talked a little bit about the Buckeyes with Bill Bender uh, earlier in yep. the program today, yep. but I, I'm still, I'm tepid. As much talent is there, back to the Final Four, I, I don't know if I'm quite there with them mm. yet. Luckily, we got a long summer to uh, go well, back and forth on I have an, I, I have a just, a, you know, a, the faintest idea that it may come up a time or two between just a time or two. September. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Um, yeah, Silverstein should be great. We've been having the one and the four, and it's his backyard. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you mentioned, LeBron, what do you have, 20 in the first quarter yesterday? Something ridiculous like he, that? He was awesome. We talked about how he had the triple-double, but it was kind of a weak triple-double yeah. in game one. Didn't have a triple-double last night. He was a making lot some better. outside shots was he 19 to 24, something ridiculous like that? No, exactly, but he that sounds ridiculously right. good. Indeed. All right, uh, Jimmy B and TC get you home today from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. Fingers crossed Paul Allen will join us. We are Ooh. hoping to get confirmation on PA joining the program tomorrow. Always look forward to that. We will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Jimmy B and TC, 4 to 6. Trent and I at noon. It's the Ken Miller Show. Once again, thank you to our friend Dr. Stephen Fuller, sponsoring the Hotline Two locations. He's the official dentist, after all, of the Ken Miller Show, East 29th, as well as 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Trent and I tomorrow at noon. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a great day everybody. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first, but then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit 
AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Every day, 70,000 puppies or kittens are born in the U.S. Cute, right? Well, what's not cute is that half of all litters are accidents. And when a kitten has a litter of oopsies and a puppy has a litter of uh uh-ohs, pretty soon you have thousands and thousands of OMGs. And that leads to millions of pets being killed in shelters each year. But if 80% of people with pets say they believe in spaying and neutering, then what gives? Turns out that those sweet little fuzzballs can get pregnant sooner than you think. A lot sooner. But here's the good news. You can stop the accident before it happens. You just have to remember one number, four, as in four months. When you bring home Maggie or Ruby or Puddles or Clyde, get them fixed at four months old. It can be old enough to get pregnant, and it's definitely young enough to make a difference. Prevent more. Fix at month four. Visit fixat4.com for more information. Brought to you by Best Friends Animal Society. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa features...